reading from the King James Version of the Bible, 1 Peter chapter 5, and we want to look at verses 1 through 8. 8. Amen. 1 Peter chapter 5, 1 through 8. And when you get there, let me hear you say amen. Now, are you praying? I always say, if there's going to be power in the pulpit, there needs to be praying in the pews. Y'all need to pray with me. Amen? Now listen. The elders which are among you, I exhort, who am also an elder, and a witness of the sufferings of Christ, and also a partaker of the glory that shall be revealed. And I say this to you, Pastor Dobbins, feed the flock of God, which is among you, taking the oversight thereof, not by constraint, but willingly, not for filthy lucre, but of a ready mind, neither as being lords over God's heritage, but being examples to the flock. And when chief shepherd shall appear uh, you shall receive a crown of glory that fadeth not away likewise you younger submit yourselves unto the elder look at your neighbor and say submit yourself to the elder yea all of you be subject one to another and be clothed with humility for God resists the proud and gives grace to the humble. How many of you need grace today? Humble yourselves thereof under the mighty hand of God that he may exalt you in due time. Casting all your care upon him for he careth for you. And finally, be sober. Look at your neighbor and say, be sober. Be vigilant. Because your adversary, the devil, as a roaring lion walketh about seeking whom he may devour. Amen. You may be seated. Amen. If there is a, a, a title for today's message, if there need to be, then it simply is, you've got to contend for the crown. Contend for the crown. Now, to contend means to fight. How many of you know that this Christian life is not static? It is a struggle. It is a war, in case you did not know. It is a battle between good and evil that rages all about us and in us. Can I get a witness in here? I wish somebody would pray with me this morning. See, 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 you need to understand that, that to, to, to contend for the crown, you need to understand that you're in a fight. Hello, somebody. And when you're in a fight, you've got to be focused. Look at your neighbor and say, you got to be focused. you got to keep your mind on Christ. You got to listen to the Holy Ghost, which is in you, to give you wisdom on how to fight. Hello, somebody. See, the reason many of us struggle.
struggle in this fight is because we try to fight on our own. You need to be coached. Look at your neighbor and say, neighbor, you need to be coached. The way we're coached is through the under-shepherd or the pastor. It is the pastor who is given direction on how to teach us how to fight. Can I get a witness in here? And pastor, while you're training us, train us right. Train us according to the word of God and contend for the crown. Jesus has told us that there's a crown waiting for us, but you just not going to get it. You got to fight for it. Hello, somebody. Yes, there are some blessings that God gives us because of his grace. That is his unmerited favor. There are some blessings that God gives simply because he is good. He is God. Somebody else say, thank you, Lord, for that. But there are some things, some rewards that you're not going to get if you don't what? Fight. Hello, somebody. See, too many, too many Christians, thank you, Lord, uh, we're, we're non-confrontational. But Christianity is confrontational. Yes, it is. It's confrontational in love. It is a struggle. It's a push. It is a tug between good and evil. Every believer, including our pastor, has three enemies. It's the devil. Hello, somebody. It's the world. Hello, somebody. And the flesh. And those three entities war against, oh, y'all don't believe me. You're looking at me like I'm crazy. Turn over to Ephesians 6. Ephesians chapter 6. Amen. This is why Paul told us, Ephesians chapter 6 and 10, he says, finally, my brethren. See, Paul is talking to believers. Finally, Pastor Dobbins, Sister Dobbins, be strong in the Lord. See, see, first of all, if you're going to contend for the crown, you've got to be strong in the Lord. Hello, somebody. God is looking for believers who will be strong in their faith. Amen. Too many of us say what we believe, but we live like we don't. If you believe that God is good, if you believe that Jesus is Lord and Savior, then he'll show up in your actions. He'll show up in how you talk. He'll show up in how you walk. And most of all, it'll show up in how you fight. When challenged, do you lay down? Amen. And allow the enemy to just walk all over you. See, thank you, Lord. Many of us as believers have the power of the Holy Ghost living in us. And the devil is made comfortable in our homes. Why is that? Something's wrong with that. You ought to be so full of the Holy Ghost, so full of God, that the devil won't even think about showing up in your house. You got to contend. And pastor, if there's going to be peace in the house of God, you got to contend for the faith. And you got to say, if there's going to be hell in here, I'm going to preach it out of here. Amen. Amen. Hello, somebody. Be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. Y'all see that? And then he says, put on. Summon armor. Put on what you feel like wearing. No, the whole armor. 
that you may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. I know pastoring, the devil's got you on the bullseye. And he throws all kind of wiles and traps and snares in front of you as you try to serve God. But let me say this to you, Pastor. Keep contending and put on the whole armor of God, remembering that we wrestle not. Did y'all hear that? Flesh and blood. You notice what the word says, wrestling. Wrestling is active. If your Christian life is boring and no activity, it's because you're not wrestling. Hello, somebody. Maybe it's because the devil got you pinned when you ought to be wrestling. Hello, somebody. Amen. Instead of fighting against the devil, you pretty much have said, I'll just join him. That's between you and God. For we wrestle not against flesh and blood. See, when issues come up in people, whatnot, you have to remember it's not that person, but it's that spirit in them. Hello, somebody. In my Christian walk, I have seen this same line, demonic spirit, in people, even though their names are different, the spirit is still the same. And let me say this to you. God, who can quench that spirit in one person, he can do it for the other. You've got to contend for your crown. And understand this battle is not in the flesh, but it's in the spirit. Don't you ever notice that when you decide to get serious about your faith, you start to get serious about studying God's word, in comes the devil. Yes, he does. Yes, he does. He comes right in to try to short circuit what you're doing. He tries to, for you young people, he's always hating on you, ain't he? Ain't he always hating? Always throwing salt on you, trying to discourage you, trying to get you to throw in the towel. But no, the Lord says he's got a crown waiting for you who will contend. For we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers. Woo, look at that. Against the rulers of darkness of this world, against spiritual wickedness in high places against you notice the word against 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 you and I as God's children and you as the pastor under shepherd need to be anti-devil you need to live so for God that the devil shakes in his boots. See, some of us, thank you, Lord, are so weak in our faith that Satan just laughs at us because so much as he says, boo, we like, oh! But we need to stand on the word of God, understanding who we are and who we belong to. And because of that, we will contend for the crown. Contend for the crown. Get it. Earn it. Work for it. Because Jesus said, if you do this, I will give you a crown. And it's important. Because we are at war. You don't believe me? Look around you. Homosexuality is the norm. Look around you. Playing church is the norm. Look around you. 
the moral compass as far as right and wrong is gone. Because we as believers have compromised. Instead of being hot or cold, we have chosen to be lukewarm and nobody's contending for the crown. But you, Mount Auburn, you've got a pastor and a wife that are committed to the gospel first and contending for the crown first. And you ought to thank God and follow them as they follow God. Oh, yeah. And I know the devil don't like it. And I don't care whether he likes it or not. It's about what God says. Amen. We need to stop trying to please men and please God. It ain't our way. It's God's way. It's not what we think. Who cares what we think? It's what God says. Hello, somebody. Listen. In the book of Micah 6, 8 says, what does the Lord require of thee? But to do justly and to love mercy and walk humbly before thy God. You want to know what God requires of you as you contend for your crown? First of all, you need to do it right. Hello, somebody. If you're going to serve God, serve God. If you're going to serve the devil, serve the devil. But for God's sake, get out of the middle. Make up your mind. Either you're going to contend for the gospel or you're going to contend for hell. But there is no middle ground. Jesus said either you're for me or you're against me. Contend for your crown. Ecclesiastes 12, 3 says, 13 says, fear God and keep his commandments. This is the whole duty of man. You want to know what your purpose is why you were created not only for you to contend for the crown but to also what keep God's commandments and what are they love God with all your heart all your mind all your soul and love ye one another and upon these the whole law hangs if you'll do that then you'll be contending for the crown hello somebody if you're going to contend, remember Deuteronomy 10, 12. What does the Lord thy God require of thee? But to fear the Lord thy God, to walk in his ways, and to love him, and to serve the Lord thy God with all your mind and all your soul. Let me ask you this question this morning. Is your heart in it? Do you love me like you say you do? Oh, that's what Jesus is saying. The chief shepherd is asking, you say you love me. You say you honor me, but do you really? Because if you do, it shows up in how you treat one another. It shows up in how you treat your pastor. Hello, somebody. Does your pastor have to beg you to worship? Does God have to lead your pastor to beg you to come to Bible study? To beg you to support the church with not just your money, but your time and your services too? If he does, then your love is flawed. Because if you love God, don't nobody have to tell me. Listen, don't nobody have to tell me how to love my wife. I love her. I don't need no book from no doctor on how to make love to my wife. I love her. Amen. 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 See, we, we, we just 
what's wrong with us. We're so happy with running our mouths. We honor God with our lips, but our heart is far from him. But you better know we are in the last days. It's time to get on fire for God. Stand up for Jesus. Just don't talk. Walk. Contend for the crown. Christian life is no game. It's not for us to feel good, high-five each other, booty butt in the choir. No. No. This Christian life is about the struggle between good and evil and how Jesus came and gave his life so that we could live and to share this with a generation who does not even know who Jesus is. Why should they fight? We don't. Why should they love? We don't. Why should they be different? We're not. Uh-huh. They say that, you know, in the world, they'll say, why should I go into church and look for peace? It ain't nothing but hell up in there. You don't believe me? Go to a business meeting. Hello, somebody. You got the pastor fighting the congregation, the congregation fighting the pastor, and everybody fighting each other, and nobody is contending for the crown that Jesus has promised to give to everyone who is faithful unto him. Living as if there is no judgment coming. But I want to tell you, I hate to bust your bubble. You might be skating now. You might be finger popping now. Living like there ain't no God. But I want you to know, you make it a note that Nixon said that judgment day is coming. And just as there's a heaven to put you in, there's a hell below. And if you live like the devil, you'll be living with him. Hello, somebody. All right. Contend for the crown. Colossians 3.23 says, whatsoever you do, do it heartily as unto the Lord and not unto men. My God, we need to just put that right in the worship house. We need to sing from our hearts. We need to worship. It's nothing worse than just going short on God. We, we, we want him to bless us heartily, but when serving him, we all weak. Well, I guess I'll sing. I guess I give some of my no God has been too good to us give your all because he gave his all when he went to the cross he didn't have do it when he went to the cross even when they offered him drugs to numb him from feeling pain he said no I want to take it all for them we, if we're going to contend for the crown, we've got to have the right heart for God. you got to love God so much that you don't care what people think. I might not speak eloquently. I might not be a doctor of theology, but I know who Jesus is. And I know he changed my heart. I know what kind of dog I used to be. But God, in his grace, in his mercy, touched me, saved me, gave me his name. And I ain't going to back up of shouting for him. You know, we'll go shout for Beyonce and Jay-Z and them Negroes, but won't say nothing for Jesus. We get excited and a text and Instagram. But the minute somebody says something about Jesus, you get quiet. What's wrong with you? 
You contended for everything but the crown. You will defend your family even when they wrong. But you won't defend Jesus. You will let people drag Jesus' name through the mud, slander him, but your family can be dirt wrong, caught guilty, and you will get up on TV and say, they were a good boy. No, they weren't. You'll give your all. Think about it. Think about it. See, I, I want to talk a little more about it. Can, can we talk about this a little bit? You know, it says, whatsoever you do, do heartily as to the Lord and not unto men. See, if you're serving God, you don't get distracted when you're not noticed. <laughs> That's how they are. They don't care whether you agree or not. They do it for God. So whether y'all cheer or not, trust me, they're not going to stop serving. Can I get a witness? 31 years says we love God anyway. Y'all can hate. You can talk about us. You can throw our name on the ground. But we still love God. And oh, by the way, we still love you in all your funky ways. I know I'm right about it. That's the problem in the church today. You want to mishandle, beat up on the pastor, but soon as your black behind gets sick, oh, call the pastor. Hello, somebody. Oh, now you know the pastor. You want him to come and preach out his heart every Sunday? Teach? You want his wife to take your funky stuff too? Hello, somebody. You want her to take all of that stuff, and then when it comes time to do something to serve them, well, you know, I don't need, uh, you're half doing it. My father, I will say this, God rest his soul, he did say this, either do it right or don't do it at all. Y'all done heard that. Some of y'all different generation that heard that. Don't half do nothing. Jesus didn't half die for us. He died for us. Hello, somebody. He completely gave up the ghost for us. He didn't have get our salvation. So why do you have, ooh, I almost said something, have serve him? You know, we want the best for him, but we get some old ghetto, negrified stuff. Want to set it up there and say, oh, this is for you, God. But we'll give our best to people who don't care nothing about us. Contend for the crown. Give God the best and serve him with our hot hearts. You got to be on fire for God. The problem with the church is too many lukewarm, backboneless, cold, two-faced, so-called Christians. Mm -hmm. Oh, I know I'm right about it. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. You Christian around us. But you get around them devils, and you turn into one of them too. I like to call you chameleon Christians. Whatever the atmosphere is, that's what you are. But you need to understand this, that the pastor has been called to contend for the crown, and contending for the crown means that he can get in your business. Hello, somebody. Well, I, I don't believe it. That's not the pastor's business. Oh, yes, it is. You know why? Because it's God's business. You want to know how I know? I don't have to snoop. I don't have to ask. I got the Holy Ghost. He told me where you were last night. Hello, somebody. 
think you put all that mint in your mouth and nobody can smell that alcohol. Are you kidding me? As if the pastor never had a drink before. Oh, I know the religious folks are, uh-oh. We weren't, we weren't born saved. Hello, somebody. You know, I remember my mama used to say this and it used to, it used to tickle me. She used to always say, you kids think that y'all invented doing wrong. She says, it ain't nothing y'all doing that I never thought or tried. So when you tell me, I already know you're lying. Because I know you, you're a part of me. Hello, somebody. So who are we to think we can stand before a holy God and fake the truth and perpetrate? Pastor, contend for the crowd. Tell them the truth. Get under their skin. Make them uncomfortable. And if they run, let them run. If they have God, they'll come back. Don't compromise the truth. Don't tailor fit the Bible to Negro sin today. What was sin 2,000 years ago is sin today. What would take you to hell yesterday will take you to hell today. Contend for the crown and do it with all your heart. If you got to look ugly, do it. If you got to stretch out, do it. If you got to yell, yell. But don't compromise. Do it heartily unto the Lord. And remembering that you're doing it for God and not for them. So when Negroes try to say, well, we, we gave you this and that. So you better do what we say. You want to say, Negroes, you didn't call me. And oh, by the way, you didn't appoint me. God made me pastor, not you. And if I answer to anybody, I answer to God and not you. Get your positioning right. More churches have been wrecked because the devil has got in and you get a deacon or a couple of deacons or a couple other Negroes or deaconettes and they decide they want to vote the pastor out. Like the pastor somehow, you know, they got God got to come through them to talk to the pastor. Now that's backwards, but that's negology and not Bibleology. Contend for the crown. Dobbins, Acts 20, 28 says, feed the church of God. Say with me, brothers and sisters, we need to be fed. We deserve to be fed the word of God. Thank you. Pastor, feed us the word of God. Don't give us therapy. Don't give us psychology. Don't give us what makes us feel good. But give us the word of God. For the Lord has said that man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceedeth out of the mouth of the Father. If we're going to grow up, if we're going to be strengthened, if we're going to contend in the faith, then we need the word of God. Feed us. Amen. I would much rather feed you the word of God and you be in a $20,000 building than you be in a $2 million building and I'm feeding you junk food. Hello, somebody. Hello, somebody. 
You got pastors that are wasting their time on buildings and bus ministries and all this junk that's going to be left behind during the rapture. Hello, somebody. And not feeding the flock. Demand to your pastor, feed us the word of God. And you ought to thank God that you've got a pastor that does that. Well, 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 I think that that's boring. That doesn't fit. You know what? People that are always criticizing the, how the pastor is teaching or preaching are people who are not growing. Hello, somebody. Amen. If you know so much, you do it. I didn't think so. Shut up. Get up and preach a sermon every Sunday, fresh. Get up in the middle of the night and go pray for somebody who hates you. Do that. And then also on top of all of that, they do have family. Hello, somebody. <laughs> Pastor Dobbins, Sister Dobbins, contend for the crown. Amen. It's a fight. But the Lord says, we won. We're more than conquerors. So you can contend with courage. You can contend with your head up. You can contend when they lie. You can contend when they look like they sucking on lemons. You can contend when you got crickets instead of amen. Amen. See, I'll, I'll let you know, I stopped preaching for amens years ago. I don't, I don't give a darn what a nigga say amen or not. The truth's the truth. If we got a pill to pay off of this to get to the truth, let's do it. Because God says amen, that's all that matters. Hello, somebody. Contend for the faith. And I want you to know this preacher is a contender. I don't back up off nothing. God didn't back up on saving me. God didn't back up in reaching out and grabbing me. So why should I back up off of him? I didn't play when I worked for the devil. And I sure enough ain't going to play when I work for God. Contend. And with this contentment, Ephesians 4 1 says, Walk worthy of the vocation wherein you've been called. Now, Pastor Dobbins has been called to be a pastor, appointed as a pastor. Sister Dobbins as his helpmate. And part of walking worthy of their vocation is practicing what they preach and teach. And you've got that here. And you ought to say, thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. That you don't have a pastor and a pastor's wife that tells you one thing and do something totally different. A pastor wasn't that you coming out to nightclub last night? No, no, it wasn't me, nigga. That was you. Huh? Or you join the church where you got to hold your wife close because the pastor might try to get her. Hello, somebody. Oh, don't look at me like y'all know that happens. Uh-huh. Contend for the crowd. Walk worthy of your vocation. And oh, by the way, church, while you're saying amen, what goes for the pastor goes for you too. Hello, somebody. You've been called to teach Sunday school. You better be walking what you teach teaching. Because teachers are held to a higher account of judgment than those that listen. 
And oh, by the way, while you getting comfortable and saying amen, that's right. You who listen, don't you know you're accountable for what you hear? Hello, somebody? Did you think you could just come in God's house and say amen and smile and God's not going to hold you accountable? He said, you know the truth and the truth is supposed to make you free. So if you're in bondage, it's because you're saying amen, but you don't believe it. Contend for the crown. And that's for all of us. All of us. If you sing, you ought to sing like you contending. If you praise and worship, you ought to praise and worship like you contending. Because in reality, you are. Hello, somebody. Whatever you do, if you go visit the sick, then go visit the sick with a hearty heart and do it with joy. Hello, somebody. If you're going to complain and gripe, then stay home. All you're doing is making yourself miserable and everybody else. And trust me, the kingdom of God will not stop because you ain't there. Hello, somebody. It will close rank and march on. It's been marching on for 2,000 some plus years. Trust me, if you don't show up, then guess what? We will survive. Hello, somebody. In contending, I don't get caught up on what happens on my left or my right or behind me. What I'm caught up on is what is in front of me. And that's Jesus Christ who I focus on and say, Lord, help me stand. Walk worthy of your vocation. Why is that so important? Because it's a witness. If people know that you are in a church somewhere. Hello, somebody. I'm talking about people on your job. They may not know what you worship or what you're, but they know you go to church. You claim to be a Christian. Uh-oh, y'all know where I'm going, don't you? Does your contending stop on Sunday morning and then Monday, filth, and filth comes out your mouth? Mm-hmm. And unbelievers are watching. And they're saying, you're not walking worthy of your vocation. Hello, somebody. You're saying you love God. But your life says something totally different. You're violating the scripture. He says walk or live. Hello somebody. In a way where you honor God. Walk worthy of your vocation. Don't you know God thinks you and I are worthy. That's why he died for us. So then live worthy of your calling. Don't just talk about being a Christian. Be a Christian. Hello, somebody. You know it ain't Christ-like to give somebody the finger because they cut you off on the freeway. You know it ain't Christ-like to steal all them pens and pencils from work and you know you ain't bought without one of them. Hello, somebody. You know it ain't Christ-like to come up in the church and be saying praise the Lord until it's time to give and you don't give nothing when you got a pocket full of dough. Hello, somebody. You know it ain't Christ-like to sneak off in the dark and think nobody sees you and you hitting on that stuff you used to hit on before you came to Christ. Hello, somebody. You know it ain't like Christ to sit up and criticize the pastor and critique him like you called him or her. Somebody. You know it ain't Christ-like to let your mind sit here and wonder and not even hear what this preacher is saying to you because you don't like it. Hello, somebody. But you know, God told me, I don't care whether you like it or not. It's the truth anyhow. Hello, somebody. Contend for the crown and live for the crown. Pastor Dobbins, teach them 
that the good way wherein they should walk. Teach them the right way to walk. Challenge them. Meddle if you must. Go there. I'm so sick of backboneless, weak pastors that will see a mess and won't call it out. If it's a mess, call it a mess. And don't worry about them trying to vote you out. If they vote you out, God got something better for you anyway. Hello, somebody. But if you see it, if it waddles and it quacks, it's a duck. Call it like it is. Teach them. Give instruction. You hear that, Pastor? Give them instruction. And people of God, learn to follow instruction. The reason many of us Thank you, Lord. I'm talking to us church folks. I'm not talking to Pastor and his wife. The reason many of us, our lives are wrecked is because we won't follow instruction. The pastor done told you what you need to do. Hello, somebody. But now you got your own way. I'm smarter than that. I don't believe it takes all that. Okay, you keep believing. And when your life is really a wreck, call me and set up an appointment and we'll have a counseling session. Give instruction. To a wise man, and he will be, be more wise. Teach a just man, and he will increase in learning. So my question is, as pastor contends for the crown and he teaches, are you a wise man or a fool? Do you receive the instruction that God gives and you become wiser? Or are you a fool and just shun it? Some of us have become comfortable with saying, yeah, that's right. Amen, preacher. But you ain't doing it. The Bible says, be ye doers of the word and not hearers only, lest you deceive yourself. Don't be deceived and think you all right with God when you can nod your head and know you sinning. <sighs> Woo! Hello, somebody. Are you glad you came to church? Hallelujah. Are you going to contend for the crown? Contend for the crown. Because when you contend, you want to come to this point. And I'm sure you felt this way after 31 years, Brother Dobbins, Sister Dobbins. But you want to be like our brother Paul, where he says in 2 Timothy 4, 7, I have fought the good fight. Ha! Hallelujah. I have finished my course. I have kept the faith. If there's a eulogy that needs to be preached today, over pastors and Christians everywhere is that scripture. Are you fighting the good fight? Are you finishing the course that God has set before you? Are you keeping the faith? If there's anything said of you when you die and leave and trust me, you're going to die just like me. These words should speak. As you contend for the crown, when I lay it down in the dirt, I want to be able to say, I did what God asked me to do. Hello, somebody. Because trust me, beloved. Yes, we're saved. Thank God we're going to heaven one day. But you're going to stand before Jesus just like me. And we're going to have to give an account of how we lived after we were saved. Hello, somebody. We're going to have to answer to him, the chief shepherd. On what we did with the gifts and the talents that he gave us. Did you serve? 
Did you contend? Is there a crown waiting for you? Well, beloved, I want to say to you, there are crowns and rewards waiting for every believer who is willing to contend, who is willing to get down in the dirt of this life and to struggle and stand up when standing is not popular, even unto the point of even giving their lives. I'm so glad that God has taught me to contend for what is right, not to compromise, not to be cool, but to be hot on issues of the day. See, some of us, thank you, Lord, are trying to live a life that pleases man and God, but you cannot do that. Listen, they're both opposite. When you please God, men won't be happy. When you please men, God won't be happy. So I've made up my mind today that I'm going to please God when everybody else turns their back on me, cast my name out as dirt, I still will claim God as my Lord and my Savior. Why? Because I've got Jesus on the inside. I got his Holy Ghost on the inside that won't let me stand for any old thing. No more shenanigans. No more for foolishness. No more lukewarmness. But contend for the crown. Contend when they lie on you. Contend when they shame your name. Contend when you're sick and when you feel good. Contend when you got a lot of money and you ain't got no money. Contend when you got a lot of friends and know nobody but Jesus. Contend for your crown. It's waiting for you. Don't stop fighting. Don't stop teaching. Don't stop preaching. Don't stop loving. Don't stop walking in the faith of our Lord. Because there is a reward day coming. The Lord will say, well done. Well done. Thou good and faithful. See, some of us are faithful, but you ain't no good. God wants you to be good and faithful. He says, come on in and receive your reward. Contend for the crown. God bless you all. Amen. Keep contending, church. Remember, there's a war on. Satan knows he's lost. When you accepted Christ, he lost. But what he's trying to do is render your witness where it has no power. But you've got to contend. Make it up in your mind today. Today, until I leave here, I fight. And in this struggle, you get knocked down. Yes, you do. Sometimes you feel like you've been knocked, the life knocked out you. Have you been there? I'm talking to saints today that have walked with the Lord and been in a struggle. Have you ever felt like as a believer that no matter how much good you do, 
it seems just evil keeps visiting you. Have you been there? Have you ever felt like your faith is at the end? That if one more thing happens, you are done? Have you been there? Have you been there where you can say, Lord, I believe, but help me in my unbelief? Have you been there? Have you been there where at night you couldn't sleep, even though you knew that God was with you, you were afraid? Have you been there? Let me share with you, all of God's children, including his pastors, have all been there. But one thing I can let you know, without a shadow of a doubt, wherever you are, wherever you've been, wherever you are right now, God is, God is with you with you, with me, no matter what we go through, Jesus said, I will never leave you, nor forsake you, somebody ought to shout, hallelujah, I feel my help coming, thank you Lord, for my help, for my peace, for my strength, thank you Lord, for giving me all I need to press on up higher. servant, church, contend, pastor, contend for the crown until Jesus comes, until he comes, church, look around you, look at the election, all of the violence in our streets, the breakdown of the family, these things are no surprise, for they were going to come to pass. But our Lord is standing on the threshold to return. This is no time to be playing. We got Trump in the White House. A man who is racist. One of his staffers said it's good to serve Satan. That's how late the hour is. So church, for what's right speak up when you know something's wrong stand up in the name of Jesus and say that is wrong and that's a lie from the pits of hell contend for it won't be long it won't be long God bless you